Hi everybody, this is John Forrester with Out of Character, and I apologize that the podcast is later than usual. Last week I just had a lot of stuff going on and I didn't have time to sit down and record anything, so you'll be getting two podcasts in short order here, and the other one will be right after this one. So, this is the podcast that you are owed. Uh, I wanted to talk about a game that I've been playing a lot recently. I've, I've had components to play it for a while, it's not a new game, but I like it and I want to talk about it. So... Uh, I'm going to be talking, talking about the Star Wars, the Star Wars X-Wing miniature game. For those who don't know, this is a game from Fantasy Flight. Uh, it allows you to take on, to play out battles with starship, with iconic starships from the Star Wars universe. Like, uh, type, the most common ones you're going to see are TIE fighters and various rebel ships like X-Wings, A-Wings, Y-Wings, B-Wings, all the wings. There are other ships, like uh, basically you have the three factions, or like the rebel faction, which is all the, the wings of various sorts. Uh, you have the Empire, which is all the TIE Fighters and the Star Destroyer, or the um, the big, you know, the big Imperial Cruisers and all that. All the really, a lot of the really big ships tend to be Empire ships. And you have the Scum, the unaligned, the bounty hunters and, you know, the bad guys. That's where you're going to find, like, um, Slave One, which is Boba Fett's ship, Houndstooth, which is Bosk's ship. He's the big Grandotian dude from the movies. And there's a bunch of those. I, I haven't gotten too much into that. Mostly I've been buying the starter sets and uh, stuff for the Rebels and the, you know, the Resistance just because I like them. Um, I wanted to play more with those. I wanted to get enough stuff to do a team for, like, the Blackwing, which is Poe Dameron's team. I bought the original set, didn't play it very much, uh, and it kind of just sat, and I was finally like, I really want to try to get my head around this game and see what the deal is. So, what do you do? What's going on? Basically, you assen- the, the standard is that you're, you assemble pilots and ships. When you buy a ship, you can buy the starter sets, which there are two right now. There's the original starter set, which comes with an X-Wing and two TIE Fighters, uh, you'll find in there, there's like, uh, Luke Skywalker is one of the pilots, and there's some cool stuff in there. Uh, the newer one is set, is more in line with the new Star Wars The Force Awakens, and that has like Poe Dameron and Elo Asti and BB-8, you know, they, they re, they did new paint jobs and new designs, so it's like, it's the T-70 X-Wing instead of just the regular X-Wing. I kind of like that one a lot more, and from what I've heard from friends of mine who've been playing the game longer than I have, okay, I'm going to go on a record right now. I think the T-70 X-Wing is just in pretty much every way better than the old X-Wing. It's got, it's it just, it's a little bit tougher, and it's got, uh, it comes with a cool card called Integrated Astromech. You ever notice, like, in the Star Wars movies when they're fighting, the pilots always get the Astromechs blown apart? Well, this little card says when you take damage, you can discard your Astromech, and you don't take damage. So... That's useful. Uh, if your astromech isn't doing any good or you're really damaged, you can have that blow up. And that's zero cost. So if you get a lot of those cards, you can, you know, put it on Poe, put it on Elo Asti, and, uh, keep them around for a bit longer. You, you get your little ships, and again, there's the two boosters, there's the two starter sets, which those are cool, and they give you everything you need to play in one box. So if you're looking to get into it, that's a reasonably good way to play. Um, try to have one friend who wants to play more Rebel and one friend who wants to play more Imperial. The First Order can work with the the Empire and the Resistance can work with the Rebel Alliance. So the two factions are compatible. Um, you can also buy it. There's a ton of little individual boosters that come with like, there's like big packs with huge ships. There's packs that have like 
duo ships, like, uh, you know, there's one that has, like, a B-wing and an A-wing, and it's, like, Rebel Aces. Um, there are, you know, just little individual ships that you can add. But you want to get a force of about 100 points. That seems to be, like, the standard uh, for a good solid game. If you're playing, like, the Rebels, then you're going to have usually fewer ships than the players who are playing the Empire. The Empire is all about just swarming people with tons of ships that get blown apart very, very quickly. If you're playing the Empire, it can be easy to get frustrated because your ships are probably going to get blown up a lot. Don't get, don't let that dissuade you from playing it. It's fun to have a big swarm of ships. I played the Rebels twice and lost both times, barely putting a dent in my opponent who was playing the Empire. Uh, and he's, you know, in part that's because I'm new at the game and I suck at it because you have to have spatial awareness, which is not my skill, but it's still a really fun game. Um, and I wanted to give you a little highlight. So all the car, the little pilot cards that you have, they're going to tell you kind of what skills you have. Uh, for example, if you if you get the starter set, you get Poe Dameron, which he is the cool guy, the newest ace introduced in the Star Wars universe. There are a couple of stats that are important to it. Uh, you have the pilot's skill level, which is the little orange number in the upper left-hand corner. Poe's case, he's an eight. He's pretty high up there. There are some people who are... I, I don't know... I don't think there's too many people that are higher than an eight. An eight's pretty high up there. Um, there's your attack value, which is how many attack die you roll. All the T-70s that I've seen have three, so they're pretty good at attacking. Uh, so there's your agility, which is how many you roll to avoid being shot. They pretty much all the, again, all the X-Wings I've seen have two. Um, there's your, your hull strength, which is a, th in this case, it's a three. That's how much damage you can take after your shields go down. And then there's your shield value, which again, in this case, it's a three. There are various little things you can do, like Poe, he can focus, which allows you to use certain dies. You know, if you're rolling and you roll a certain symbol on the die, you can use it to uh, get an extra attack or an extra dodge. You can acquire a target lock, so you can re-roll die to shoot people when you really want to blow up that one TIE fighter. And I love the new thing, which is boost, which the old X-Wings, I don't think they had the ability to use boost. Because basically, it, you just like, you know, fire the, uh, the engines and you get to move a little quicker. So that's fun. I really enjoyed using boost, even though... I, I blew up Poe, which apparently never happens. And then there's also markings for, like, which upgrades you can use, and there's their cost. Poe's a 31-point character. He's he's pretty expensive. Um, he's probably... But he's not too, too bad. He's he's a fair amount. He's going to be, like, a third of your force. Uh, you also, and he does, they do have special abilities, like, in Poe's case, uh, while he is attacking or defending, if you have a focus token, you may change one of your focus results to a hit or an evade. So basically, anytime he's attacking or defending, if you if you focused him, you can change stuff to give him a better chance to react and things. So he's pretty useful in that regard. Also, you have Eloasti. He's one of the guys who flies with Poe. Um, he's the big horse-faced looking alien who's in Black Squadron. He has all he has pretty much all the same stats as Poe. Like he has the same uh, you know he can focus, target lock, boost. He uh, is a skill 7, so he's pretty high still, a uh, 30-point character. And while you are not stressed... So here's what stressed means. There are certain moves that you can do, uh, and this is going to kind of explain how the game works. So when you you, pull it out, you you assemble your force, and you put down all your ships, and you have these little dials that you're deciding what moves you want your guys to do. Do you want them to just go very, very fast in one direction? Do you want them to bank off to the left? Do you want to have them 
make some cool formation that's going to let them take advantage of some ability that, you know, oh, this guy has this ability that if he's this close to another ship, they can do this. Uh, all those are things that you can potentially do. Sometimes you're going to take stress. When you're stressed, it usually means you just pulled a really crazy maneuver or you drew a card that stressed you out or anything like that. Um, but Eloasi's special ability is while you are not stressed, you may treat sharp reverse maneuvers as white maneuvers, which means these guys can go do completely bank around, and those are pretty much always red maneuvers that would stress you out. They don't stress him out as long as he's not already stressed. So he can do that a lot, which is nice because a lot of times you're going to find a character is right behind you and you're trying to get them off of you. And it's just like in a Star Wars movie. You're like, I can't shake him. And he's just, you know, you need another fighter to kind of get that person off of you. Um, I like I like both of them. Um, Poe, I, I piloted really badly and he got shot down and I flew Eloasti off the edge of the map and he died pretty much untouched. It was really sad. Uh, for the record, there are little extra cards that you can use to power up your fighters, um, like the integrated astromech one. And there is BB-8. If you buy this new starter set, BB-8's in here. He's a little two-cost astromech. And uh, his abilities, when you reveal a green maneuver, those are really simple, straightforward maneuvers. They're usually, like, very slow. You don't... They're your, your fine-touch maneuvers. Um, when you reveal a green maneuver, you may perform a free barrel roll action, which means you can do exactly... You know, do a barrel roll you basically can move to the left or the right and position yourself better, take advantage of that. And I played him on Poe. It's just, uh, honestly, the, be the best card I've seen uh, in the match I played the other day. Uh, there's an R2-D2 card. I forget which set he's in. He is sickeningly good because every time you do a green maneuver, you get one of your shields back up to your maximum shield value. I had a... Uh, a rookie, a rookie X-wing pilot who was like taking on a whole squadron of X-wings after I blew up my other ships, um, and holding her own just because of that ability to keep coming back and coming back with the shields. Uh, there's other cool cards. I'm not going to go too much into like what what all the cards are, but like I just want to give you another example. So we've got like a cool support ability, astromech droids, and there's also like weapon abilities. Um, for example, there's the ion cannon turret which it allows you to attack one ship, even if it's outside of your firing arc. And if the stack hits the ship, the ship suffers one damage and receives an ion token. That's really useful because all the ships on their dials, uh, they have little stands. Like, the X-Wing basically comes with a bunch of cards. And there's, like, a uh, rookie pilot. You have Poe Dameron, Elo Asti, Red Ace, uh, Red Squadron Veteran, Blue Squadron Veteran, or let's see here, Luke Skywalker, um, or Blue Squadron Novice. Those are all examples of characters that you could have piloting an X-Wing ship. Eh, Luke Skywalker shouldn't be in there, never mind. Sorry. Anyway, um, they all have different skill levels and different strengths and weaknesses. If you want to have a bunch of, like, really cheaper ships, uh, you would go for, like, you know, novices and rookies and things like that. But they have firing arcs. Their ships, like the Millennium Falcon can fire pretty much in any direction, which is one of the really cool things about it. It has a lot of other really cool things about it, too. But then there's ships like the X-Wing that can only shoot directly in front of it. So if you put the Ion Cannon turret on one of those ships, then, or, you know, on a ship that's outside of the firing like I think you're supposed to use it on your Y-Wing. That's what I did. You can shoot at people that are all around you, so you don't have to worry about, like, this guy's not in my firing arc. You can still get a shot on him, which is useful. 
because you'll find a lot of times in this game that it's a question of getting in the right position. I really do enjoy this game. I think it's awesome, and it's a lot of fun. It plays, as far as, like, what what's good about it, I enjoy just sitting down with friends and playing through a cool dogfight. Um, I would say that a couple of things that I find are a little restrictive about it, there is a kind of like a high cost of getting involved in the game. You can buy the starter set, and that gives you, you know, the dice and all the stuff you need to get started, a couple of dials, but you're not really going to want to play with that too much. It's like basically like, here's a ship and, you know, have fun for maybe like two, maybe like two or three games before you're going to want more ships. Especially if you don't want to play like the Empire or the First Order, you you know, you want to play like Boba Fett and Bosk and characters like that, then you're going to, you just, you have to go buy more ships. So there is kind of like a high cost. The ships themselves, the boosters and everything, it's not a cheap game to jump in on, and you're probably going to want one of the play mats. The play mats are very, very nice. Fantasy Play puts out these really cool mats that you can play the game on. In theory, you could just play on a table, uh, but it, it's easier when you're playing it on an actual mat, um, in my, from, from what I've seen. Um, and those things are like 40 bucks. So it's like, all, all told, it's something that I think you're probably better served to go try it out at a game store or, ha- you know, try it with a friend and maybe kind of split the difference on some of the initial costs. That way you can pool ships and, uh, you know, you, you go in on a mat together, and that way you're not shelling out, you know, 400 bucks just to start the game. There are, I mean, like, it's also one of those games, like, it can be as simple or as complicated as you want it to be. I have seen some people, like, the, the book that comes with this thing is not too, too long, um... Compared to something like Twilight Imperium, it's it's not bad at all. Uh, it's I think it's just complex enough that you can really get into the strategy of it and have a lot of fun with it without it being overwhelming. Um, if you're the kind of person like me and you suck at measuring things by looking at them, be prepared your ships are going to crash into asteroids and each other and the edge of the map and explode a lot. It's still fun. I, I don't know why it's, it's so enjoyable to be flying these ships around and having them explode all over each other, but I enjoy it. And yes, I did just buy the new starter set because A, I like the look of the new X-Wings a lot, of the new the new T-70 X-Wings more than the originals, I think. And I think the new TIE Fighters are just cooler looking. Um, nothing against the old ones, but I like the new, the new, uh, the old ones are just kind of gray, and these are like black and uh, kind of a different, uh, like a almost fluorescent white color. I just think aesthetically, I like it better. I will say that I really hope they do more ships than what they've done so far. I would love to see, like, we don't have like, um, there's no Trade Federation ships, so you don't have any of like the Vulture droids or uh, any of the big, you know, Federation Trade Federation droid contr- droid destroyer ships. Uh, you don't have any of the Jedi fighters. Um, there's just so many really iconic ships that are, are not in this game right now. It's kind of like head-scratching. And I, I guess that's something that we'll probably see more and more as the more of the movies come out and stuff. The ships that you would really expect, like the Millennium Falcon, Slave One, the, you know, um, the... Star, you know, the, the Imperial cruisers, um, home one was made, which is weird. Uh, they're, they're getting uh, big ships. My, I don't have any really big ships. The biggest one I have is the Millennium Falcon, which is a big ship compared to like an X-Wing. But some of the ships are like the size are huge. Like it's really cool, um, to see these really big ships because they, they don't have all these maneuvers and things. I haven't seen any of them in action yet, so I don't know how they play. It seems like most people tend to play like the little ships. 
because you can play a lot more of them and, and do more stuff and, you know, outmaneuver those bigger ships a lot more easily. But yeah, I'd love to see, like, Jedi fighters and just just more... They're, they're doing good. They're doing... I mean, the game itself is good. You know, it's straightforward. You you have a dogfight, and I think this is meant to be, like, the one-on-one dogfights that we see in a lot of the uh, the older movies. You know, you have, like, Red Squadron pilot versus a, a couple of Black Squadron pilots. Or you have, you know, two Academy TIE fighter pilots against a red... But something like that. They're not meant to be big, epic fights. Uh, 100 points is not a lot, especially when you're adding things on. You'll probably see, like, I, I'd say the minimum of the teams I've seen are, like, usually in, like, the four-point, the, the four-ship range. I'd love to see something really big, but at the same time, because of the play style and the size of the tables and everything, that tend, I tend to think you would just see a lot of ships crashing into each other to the point where it would get annoying for everyone. If you like the idea of starship combat, but you want something a little more tactical and more advanced, then you do want to have, like, big fleets of ships, not just, like, uh, you know, like, dogfights with TIE fighters and X-Wings. The one that everyone's recommended to me is uh, Star Wars Armada, which is intended to give you that. It's a lot... It's, it's apparently a lot more complex, and there's a lot more to it. I haven't gotten into it because it's... Again, Fantasy Flight, I like their stuff. It's expensive. It's like $100, if memory serves, to get Armada. The X-Wing miniature game is really fun. If you enjoy starships, if you're a fan of Star Wars, if you like stuff that's tactical but not overwhelming, give this a try. You'll, I, I think that most people will have, be able to have fun with this. If you're you know, more of a casual player, then even then I'd say go buy, you know, if you're into the Star Wars movies, go buy the new starter set and play through that a couple times. There's, it has a lot of replay value just because it comes with scenarios that you can do. And, um, you know, if you want to add some more ships, you can, if you don't want to, then just have fun with what you've got and have Poe blow up a bunch of TIE fighters. But yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts on X-Wing. Um, oh, uh, I, the other thing I, the other thing I did want to mention, if you, Run a lot of Star Wars role-playing games. The ga- those miniatures come in really handy because you can use them for your starship battles. You can, you know, use them as, you know, prop pieces, as minis. Uh, they look very, very nice. They're very well painted and uh, they're, they're very nicely put together. So, yeah, the, the aesthetic of the game is very, very good. I will say that the little plastic stands the ships come on have broken almost 50% of the time that I have now. I don't know if that's just because I'm hard on things or if it's just delicate, but they they can break. And it's frustrating when you have spent $15 on a ship and the stand breaks almost immediately. That kind of is one of those moments of it's like, it, I, you can fix it with glue. It's, it's fine. Everything will be okay. But it's a little bit annoying. So um, if you're looking for something that's tactical... Uh, you know, set in the Star Wars universe, fun, and you can mess around with it. This is a pretty good choice. Armada, I think I would put more in, like, the tactical, like, high-end game thing, but this is a, a fun game for, I think, all levels of play. You can have fun with it. If you're ever in the Pittsburgh area, check out Drawbridge Games every Friday. They have Force Be With You Friday. Uh, they play the miniature, the X-Wing miniature game. They play Imperial Assault. They play Armada, they play a little bit of everything, and that's in the Pittsburgh area, so if you're ever over in our area and you have a Friday night to kind of while away the hours, swing by there. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys, and as always, we appreciate you, and we will be back on schedule 
Uh, starting in February, we are going to be doing our own Star Wars role-playing game that is going to be called Star Wars Counterforce. We're not going to give you too much information about it right now, but keep listening. That's coming up. And if you're worried that we're not going to get back to other things, we are going to be returning to uh, Lost City is Not Forgotten. We will be getting back to that, and we will be doing... Nothing's been abandoned. All the podcast series that we've started, we are going to go back and finish. Basically, we started a whole bunch of stuff just because I had the idea of like doing a bunch of things in case people couldn't make it was a good idea, and now we have a bunch of stuff going that I want to complete some of them, so... We will period up. We are going to be starting one more thing just because I, I'm really in the mood to run a Star Wars game at the moment. And now is the time. But we will be going back and picking up some of the other things that we finished. I've got the Lost City that I have to edit down on this still. So thank you for your patience. Uh, and, you know, keep coming back. We'll be back to have more stuff for you, hopefully in the near future. Until next time, we are out of character. Bye, everybody.